In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Tonight on the bachelor are pilot pete and kelly paying to get security footage of them kissing to share on instagram 100 p plus will k and fat carrie get to see their favorite cringe moments relived on the new bachelor placeholder show we'll just have to wait and see all that and more it's our most dramatic episode ever this is the bachelor hello and welcome to the bachelor podcast i'm Kay. And I'm Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And we are here again for Bachelor Quarantine. Um, this is going to be our life from now on since we just found out that we will not be going back into the office at like soonest Labor Day. <laughs> I'm literally like sitting in my bed under a cover, just like. <laughs> oh, me too. I literally am, have like a pottery barn blanket that I stole from a friend in high school because I'm still at my parents. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stay there the whole time? I think I'm going to, uh, I have to go back to the city in the next couple of weeks to like get tax documents because I left, um, I left all my tax stuff when I left the city in March. Cause I was like, there's no way I'm not going to be back in time to get my taxes done. Right. And that's when I thought the tax deadline was April 15th. LOL. So I have to like go get that stuff. So I think I'm going to um, to go at some point and get that and then I'll be back. And so you're going to stay, are you going to go back to your parents' house or are you going to stay in the city? No, I think I'm going to go to the city for like a week and then come back to my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like take a break. Because I'm like, I was complaining to a friend. I'm like, I just miss like the city, but also she was like what city exactly she was like this city (laughs) isn't there so yeah my friend who's in um we were in LA like right like at the very beginning of all of this I mean right when shit started shutting down like I did a whole story of like me putting on gloves and sanitizing the plane and all this and that and then all of a sudden like everything was like okay we're done this was back like early March and um, my friend and I, I flew back to New York and she flew straight to see her boyfriend in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh, wow. And she's been in Kalamazoo this whole time. Oh, my she, God. <laughs> I know. And she's like, I just missed the city. And I was like, girl, I haven't seen more than like a 20 block radius. And 20 blocks is because I, for the first time, went for an actual walk this past weekend for the first time. Oh my God, Kay. Yeah. See, at the beginning, I was like going for walks all the time. Mm. I was like trying to work out, and which I like don't even do on the regular. But I was like, this, I'm going to come out of this quarantine looking amazing. And now I'm just like eating goldfish and watching. Yeah. Like for, uh, I have never, I was not working out at the beginning of this. And, um, I still do not play. I mean, maybe I'll start to work out later, but um, it's, it's 
yeah. has been too scary for me, like literally paralyzing. So I haven't been going out at all. And um, I said to her, I was like, you're really not. I mean, like, I haven't been on the subway. I haven't been anywhere. If I can't walk to it, I'm not going. Yeah. So you're not, I mean, stay out of the city. It doesn't matter. Are you going to stay for the whole? Um, no, I'm thinking that at some point I'm thinking probably mid July, um, I want to give it obviously like longer. I'll rent a car, sanitize that shit and drive down to Cincinnati and go see my family for like two weeks. Yeah. Um, and then I want to, I want to get in, God, I want to do something like go somewhere and like not be in the city. Cause I can't look at this apartment for any longer. Like mm-hmm. let me quarantine somewhere else. That's like, um, whether it be Florida or LA or something, go, yeah, yeah. go out there, get an Airbnb, stay by myself for a month because I can't, if I see my room for one more second. No, totally. That's also what I was, I'm like, I want to just like get, yeah, get an Airbnb on like the ocean or something. I'll pay whatever at this point. Yes. I don't care. I just need to get out of here. And it's like, we can work from anywhere. So Right. I mean, yeah, we, the one thing about going to LA though, is the time difference and that is yeah. going to, that would suck really bad because then we'd have to get up, you know, Monday through Friday at 6am. Oh yeah. Nightmare. Nightmares. But that's my friend. My best friend lives in Scotland and she was like, if you want to come stay here for a few weeks and like work from home. And I'm like, the time difference would kill me. I don't even know how you in Scotland. What's it like? Five hours. Five hour ahead. difference. So you'd be five hours ahead. So you'd be working late into the night. It would be, yeah. But I think one of our coworkers is like working from London for a while. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jess is going to work from London because her, her boyfriend is out there. That's, yeah, she's going to be working. She'll have her mornings off, but she'll be working until 10 p.m. at, yeah. I mean, at the earliest. Well, I think they're like uh, letting her work different hours as long as everything works out but i'm sure there'll still be meetings and stuff you know that you yeah, have that to be at so that's, that's bizarre I, that's why i'm like i don't know if i have it in me to no like be working at 10 p.m in my, <laughs> my <laughs> department i just don't know if i have like the mental stability to be working at 10 p.m exactly and um, also like in a different country i'm like that's going to be the last thing I feel like doing. Oh, yeah. You're going to want to, like, it's not that. You Although can go everything's out. like, <laughs> oh, <I'm> like, <laughs> like, maybe I will. Who cares? Who <laughs> I can't cares? even leave anyway. Oh, man. I didn't even think about, yeah, I guess it wouldn't. It's not like you're going to go, like, yeah. bar hopping in um, Scotland. <laughs> Oi. Wow. But anyway. um, okay, so this week, since uh, we are sort of in between Bachelor shows, Chris and I have decided to do our top 10, like, favorite Bachelor moments uh, that we both have. I Mine are very much, like, Caitlin or Ben Higgins season to now just because yes. I didn't I didn't watch the earlier seasons. But I'm going to I'm going to start because why not? Yeah. Oh, I guess why should I start? Because we're gonna do the Bachelor Most Unforgettable. Yeah, exactly. So they're That's gonna play like, it anyways. You're gonna get a 
nice everything you need in two hours anyway so i know i'm very ready for that but um so i think we're gonna do we're gonna do our top 10 favorite moments and we'll go through and uh talk about some like fun moments in bachelor fun and crazy and um shit that doesn't make sense in bachelor history yes i did not watch like from the beginning by any means but i have watched scattered seasons since it's began so i yeah I have an array, I think. An array of, of stuff. Of moments. Um, but side note, if you guys are not following us, you can follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor, and you can follow us on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. Um, they're very fun. You should follow us. We have a Facebook group. You can follow, um, you can join the Facebook group. It's called Bachelor Nation. And um, yes, and I is. think these next coming weeks will be so fun because it'll be like, whirlwind of seasons to discuss yes everybody will have so much to talk about like because right now it's i mean it's literally dead i asked chris at the beginning of this right before we started recording i was like so is there any like bachelor news that has been going down like i mean the past couple weeks have been kind of stressful but Mm. um and he was like no there's that video of peter and kelly kissing peter but that's it yeah, it's that the, the, my, my confusion with the video Peter put up of him and Kelly like kissing on the beach that looks like somebody filmed from a lifeguard tower. I'm like, who filmed it? Who filmed that? Is it from right. a security camera? Like, who did that? Like, I need to know. It's so far away. And I'm like, it's not a selfie stick. I don't know how you got this. Hey, just changed <laughs> her Zoom background to the Betch's office. I feel like I'm right at home. I did. We had a, a, that's, I know you guys can't see this. Actually, I'll screenshot this. Hold on. I'm going to screenshot it. I'm in front of my dad's bookshelf of Tom Clancy books. All right. Smile. (laughs) Okay, great. I screenshot it so you guys can see, but I changed my zoom background to the Betch's office, which we had these pictures taken, um, which you guys will be able to see in the picture when I post it. Uh, There's not even a TV on the back wall. That's how, that's how it's like, this is at the very beginning of this office um but i decided to put it as my background because you know um yeah you should send it to the uh general slack and be like where is everybody i thought we were back in the office today (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny i did it for the happy hour the other night and um they were like wait what (laughs) i was like yeah it's really good it looks realistic i know doesn't it um okay so yes our top 10 moments let's get into it um i tried to i tried to make these as from you know 10 to 1 you know the same me too but then i just like i did uh, i'm not going to stick to my um order yeah i i'm trying but i i think some of this can be rearranged but anyways so if anyone's okay. like that's crazier these are in no particular order not necessarily yeah these are not necessarily in order we tried to make them in order but probably not okay so do you want to go let us know what your top your number 10 or whatever is okay so my number 10 is from nick vile season oh, great <laughs> already a good start with nick vile <laughs> and it was when jasmine was like upset that they hadn't had time together and then she kept hinting that she wanted to choke him and then she was like i want to put put you in the chokey and he was like oh and she's like has no girl ever put you in a chokey before and i know she means chokey as like a sexual choking but calling it a chokey 
just makes me think of Matilda, the like room that Mrs. Trenchable puts them in with all the nails. That's called the chokey. And Nick is like, also, I feel like thinking that she is talking about the closet from Mrs. Trenchable's office. Because <laughs> he's like, uh, I guess you'll be the first. Or she says, I guess I'll be the first. And he's like, I guess so. Uh, and I think Jasmine went home very soon after. I love Jasmine. <laughs> um, I actually know her very well. And she did a whole um, TikTok about that. And it was that TikTok sound. It was like, I'm that bitch. Been that bit, you know the the uh, <laughs> the Megan the Stallion song, yes. <laughs> and um, and it was talking about her being the girl from The Bachelor that wanted to choke Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really really funny. Well, I just um, love the moment when you can tell that like the girl or the boy, whichever way it's going, is not going to make it too far in the season, and oh, yeah. they're kind of throwing caution to the wind, and I'm like. Good for you. Get yours. Good. You might as well. Um, my number 10, this, th like I said, I don't know if this is necessarily a number 10, but um, this was the first uh, moment in Bachelor history <coughs> when um, The Bachelor decided to uh, go back and pick a different person. So this mm. is Jason Mesnick's season. We all, um, it's on Netflix right now. I think it's still on Netflix. And um, so Jason ended up picking Melissa at the end of it and sending Molly home. But then they had, you know, their time after where it's like, uh, you know, this was before they were filming the breakups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they it were was like, before they really got into the every aspect of uh -huh, every aspect. afterlife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when they came back on for the final rose, uh, he ends up breaking up with her like right um there essentially Oof. and um and then ends up with molly and tells molly so chris harrison brings molly out and he she he was like so what would, what if i were to tell you that um jason and molly or jason and melissa broke up and um he wants to be with you now and imagine being the ex-girlfriend and hearing that i'd be like yeah wow like love that is what every girl like, wants to oh, hear me <laughs> that's what every girl wants to hear they want to know that the guy that broke their heart um regrets his decision breaks up with the girl and then oh, wants yeah. to be with you again and it's also in those seasons it's not like now where like people still have hope even when they're getting sent home you know because it's like right anything can happen like back then the rules were like steadfast so it didn't seem like a plausible thing that right. she would probably thought it was dead in the water when she was not chosen and that now they've been married since they've been married since they have multiple children yeah like, that's crazy they're like one of the og crazy. couples and they are one of the og couples and they're still together so that's one of those situations it's sort of like an ari and lauren situation situation which is also on my list um that i think is really cool oh yeah i love that they're still together same i really do because that could have backfired like what if you would it could have been like a peter what oh totally <laughs> But see, I don't know. See, different times. Peter's like different a kid times. in a candy shop. Um, okay, my number nine is from Ben Flanick's season. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I never was able to. 
it's spelled with a silent J. So I'm like, oh. confused. <laughs> if there's a silent J, it's. <laughs> he was like the one that looked like a surfer. He had like a moppy haircut. He looked like Jim from The Office, circa right. seasons one through four. Great. Um, but there was a girl, Jamie, who was like drunk and they were having their conversation. And she was like, I want to give you a kissing lesson. And you can tell he's like, okay. And she's like, like, okay. So like when my mouth is closed, your mouth should be open and vice versa. And then she like gives more details and he's like, yeah, I mean, that's like generally how kissing goes. And she's like, oh my God, wait, are you nervous around me? No. Okay. First of all, thinking about, thinking about, um, if I were to tell, if your mouth is closed, my mouth, or like when my mouth is closed, yours should be open. Think, think about that image. Oh, I know. It's like, it's not right. And she was like making hand gestures as she was doing it. And then she was like, so we'll start like slow with little tongue and then as we get more intense there'll be more tongue and that's when he's like yep that's generally that's how uh kissing works correct um so she went home i don't remember her other than that one scene because that was the season that he picked courtney who was like the villain all season long and everybody was like there's no way courtney's gonna win like oh, she was the yeah. one that like when the cameras were when she wasn't around him, she was like a different person and nobody thought she was going to win. And then she won. You know that now that you said that part, now I know exactly what guy you're talking about because I've seen a bunch of stuff about that because didn't he find out, I, I could be completely wrong, but didn't he find out like afterwards that like he saw all it was the when he watched the show. Yeah. When he, he watched like, the show, he saw found how out. different she was. And then at the reunion, I don't, think they were still together they were like it's complicated because of everything he had seen he was like working through that that's amazing it was crazy it was a great season great season have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff i have a solution for you newly Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, so my number nine is uh, on Rachel's season. 
when we have uh when they bring demario's ex-girlfriend or girl that he's oh my dating God. to the basketball game <laughs> or their basketball like practice game yes i remember that and so he well literally goes who's that like as if he doesn't know who <laughs> she is <laughs> i wish i like had a uh, they weren't actually dating or something. I think it, no, it was a it was a situation where it was like, if you brought any of these like rando dudes that I've like talked to before, like you yeah. know maybe gone on like a date or two with, or you know we're yeah, texting, yeah. and it was not like a we're boyfriend and girlfriend like, um and brings them out there. No, I, it was just a uh, casual yeah. relationship that ended right at the beginning. I live of this. for that those moments. That was amazing because, I mean, imagine having the confidence to see somebody that you had gone on a few dates with and then just blatantly being like, who is that? Like a Kiki Palmer, like, I'm sorry to this man. I don't even know who that is. (laughs) I'm like from Demario's, if I was like Demario's friend, I would be like, just pretend you don't know. (laughs) Just 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 go for it. Deny. Deny. And he did. And it was, and it was really, really amazing. I love Demario and he is, um, <laughs> that scene is probably one of my favorites ever. Um, can we talk about my mom is texting me from downstairs saying, can you come help us? Cause they're like <laughs> doing construction work. Mom, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Literally. I mean, like I'm in high school. Um, okay. My number eight. Is that yeah, what we're on? Yeah, we're on eight. Okay, this is Sean Lowe's season. Um, I personally define my life by its embarrassing moments. So whenever there's an embarrassing moment on a Bachelor franchise, I, it like lives with me. Yeah. So this girl got out of the limo to meet Sean Lowe and was doing like a series of back handsprings to get to him. Oh. But she's <laughs> in a full length gown. So like tens across the board but she does a back handspring the first one's like kind of shaky is she in heels yeah and a full length gown and and i'm like obviously i love like drag race so i'm like yes bitch come through because that's like but then on her second flip she just like falls over onto her side would die and yeah it was just uh it was just uh and he was like oh god um are you okay? And I just felt for her, but that really stuck with me. And I don't remember her from the season other than that. Other than that, that handspring. <laughs> um, okay. So my number seven or no, my number eight is uh, Corinne and her nanny. Oh my God. Never, yes. never forget the, the nanny and the cheese noodles. And the cheese noodles. Acting like cheese noodles were like some original right this honestly this was should have been a full like we should have all seen what corinne was going to be at that very moment like the fact that she's a grown woman with a nanny who's making her cheese noodles amazing like we should have known that all of this stuff afterwards like where she is now was going to happen <laughs> you know what i mean like i mean the fact that she still said my nanny and the what she was like 24 years old right and she's still going off of this whole so they they started um 
was doing this like team corn. People were calling her corn, not like Corinne, which is so strange. And she's still like trying to sell this um, corn merch. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. oh, that's devastating. Also, team corn. I would not get Corinne. I would think like corny, like she was calling. Right. It didn't make it didn't make any sense to me. But Corinne's nanny, um, who did everything for her, who ended up being like the biggest star of the season Curly. of Nick Vial season. Um, that was that was a great that was a great moment for me. Um. Okay. My number seven, which is another embarrassing moment from Chris Soul season. He it was at the rose ceremony and he called julia but this girl named jillian stepped forward and then he was like no no julia (gasps) and then she was like oh and then went to take a step back but her like one foot was on the carpet and her other foot wasn't so then the carpet like slipped and she like fell but caught herself (laughs) and then she like started laughing and stepped back but then the carpet was like flipped over and messed up and she's like oh i guess i should fix the carpet so she like comes out of the <laughs> comes off again to fix the carpet and then step back again in line and she was like laughing hysterically but clearly trying not to cry and I was just like that is exactly what would happen to me if I was on this show. Wait, did she end up staying or going home? I think she went home. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if she didn't go home that night, she went home soon after. But it was, and Ashley, I just like put her arm around her and they tried to laugh it off, but it was. Oh my God. Yeah, it was hard to watch. I like, I, I played that entire description you just gave me in my head and now I have to go back and hopefully they show that on this new. Yeah, um, you'll find it on YouTube too. I like looked it up to verify my memory (laughs) and it was there. That is too much. Um, Mine was. I, this is also Nick Vial season. Um, Alexis, uh, um, Alexis Waters, yes, shows up in her sh- in her shark costume, but everybody thought she was a dolphin. Or no, she thought she was a dolphin, and people were saying she's a shark. But there was this whole debate whether she was a shark or whether she was a dolphin, and <laughs> that whole thing through me she also was wearing it the whole night it wasn't like she got there and then took it off and was in a dress like she was like sitting by the hot tub in the shark costume right but that's how all of these people who come in these costumes they stay in it for the full first night that is wild wild i mean bold move i'm here for it also she has like such a banging body and i'm like oh i know and you're (laughs) wearing a shark costume if i had that body i would be naked almost all the time but it also but it also makes so much sense because she is that like goofy she would do that at first i was like oh the producers like (laughs) obviously are doing this to her but no like she would do that that is totally her personality yeah no that definitely takes some um gusto (laughs) but the debate but the debate between the shark and the dolphin just like the it reminds me of um jessica simpson is it chicken or fish yeah oh (laughs) but it was such clearly a shark costume right that i I, yeah (laughs) That was concerning. I'm like, what did the box say when you bought it? Like, yeah, it like, what, can we get an image of... Like, like it has that? teeth. What kind there of... What teeth. do dolphins look like where you come from? Right. Ironically, last named Waters. 
also that. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Um, okay, my number six yeah. is I just wrote Ashley I in general because <laughs> I live for her. And number one, I always loved Ashley I's um, like style and makeup. And that's what I'm looking for here because she always had like a nice bold lip and stuff. And, and then that's she what was... I'm looking for here. <laughs> <laughs> for me personally, I'm like, yes, bold lip, rock it. Because I feel like a lot of girls on the show don't wear bold lips because there's so much kissing involved. Oh, yeah. And when Ashley, I, and Jared got married, I was like, through the roof, elated, giving crazies hope everywhere. I'm like, Ashley, I said what she wanted and the bitch went and she got it. I was like, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Honestly, Ashley, I walked so the rest of us crazies could run. Amen. She, listen, you know that I'm team broody, team Ashley. I (laughs) I am here. I'm, I actually was, I was so at first I thought it was very much a publicity thing, which I still don't not think that. Like, I still um, sort of think it could be that, you know. Oh, the whole, that they like, got married for publicity? Not, I don't want to say that they got married. <laughs> but when they first announced it, I remember them announcing it. And it was like the, it was, I think it was the same day that Becca's season started. Mm, and um, Very Kardashian of them. It was very, yeah, it was very like oh um we're we're dating now and it's the same it was like the same day that becca season started which seemed strange and also it came out of nowhere i mean the last time we saw them she was like crying on a beach because he was dating kayla quinn (laughs) oh my god i forgot about that so also like 
full 180. Oh my god, I forgot he was dating Kayla Quinn. Yeah, and Ashley, I ruined it. <laughs> I mean, listen, everything happens for a reason, people. They left, or I think Jared, Jared ended up leaving, or um, Kayla ended up, one of them ended up leaving because Ashley was having such a freak out over the whole thing during Paradise, and um, they couldn't take it. But like, that is, he literally went from Kayla Quinn, like the most, um, what's the word? Innocent, um, pure. Pure. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's, there's a better. It's like she went to, um, what's like the school that you go, like, um, <laughs> you know, it used to be, it's not really a thing anymore. But oh, um, uh, yes, hold on. It is like the um, charm school, charm school, yes, like that well, is like exactly she's very it. proper. And then Ashley is like sobbing with her bold red lip, yeah, doesn't care. I'm here for it. So that that was wild, that whole thing, but I, I don't know, it. It, it came out of nowhere, but they seem like they're obsessed with each other. I met them when we did a show in we had this whole thing in Miami. And they, we interviewed them, and they were, like, inseparable the whole time. I mean, so, yeah, good for them. Yeah. I'm jealous. Um, okay, so my number six is um, Ben's season, when him and Olivia and Emily, the twin, they were on a two-on-one, mm. and they end up, he ends up picking Emily over Olivia, who was sort of the, she was the villain of Ben's season. And he ends up picking Emily instead. But when they, at the end of that two-on-one, they leave Olivia on that fucking deserted island. Oh my God, it's you so like awful. Them. I remember you, that. Right yeah, in a helicopter like, or something? No, I think they leave on a normal boat. But they were like, okay, bye. And then you like pan away and you just see her like standing out on that island. <laughs> ben there. Ben, honestly been there so no that, pun intended I, I loved that part just because it was so like outrageous Savage. Like, they didn't even take her back <laughs> they should have like you know did the date and then brought them back to the house or whatever and then they he was like okay let me pick and said they were like no nah, we're gonna we're just gonna do it here rip the band-aid leave this bitch on the island cool like we'll send you your stuff <laughs> this is now survivor <laughs> yeah cast away she's like they throw her volleyball and drive away and right. <laughs> what do you call a boat in the water i literally am losing my mind okay i can't remember <laughs> words i'm like what does a boat do swim drive oh it, it's sa- sails sails <laughs> right well there's sailboats and then you can like speed away in a boat yeah it's like, sail it's definitely sail you're right sail um okay my number's five six five five um was Caitlin Bristow's season when her and Nick had sex and they had their mics on but like were behind closed doors and this Ew. is let me tell you why and then she had to like apologize to um Sean I think it is who was the guy that won her season Sean Sean yeah Sean Booth um okay or she something. like he was definitely the front runner the whole time and she like had to apologize to him because things had gotten too far with Nick the night before but mm-hmm. I was like Caitlin yes get yours Nick is very hot you knew it wasn't going to work out between them 
I was like, get that D. Get that D. Before it's too late. You might as well, <laughs> And right? she did. And, and she, she did. did. And we I all don't... listened to it. But I don't know if I think Nick Vial's hot. Maybe I just don't like him. Well, he's like hot before he's... Did you see that I'm thing? I'm like going to say something so mean. But I'm like, he's like hot until he like talks. But then... <laughs> Did you see that... Um... So Blake was doing uh, like a Q&A on his Instagram story and somebody was like, um, Nick Vial talks a little shit about you. Like, um, what do you, are, is there like beef there? Do you like him? Blah, blah, blah. And I, or no, would you ever go on his podcast? And Blake says, I took a screenshot of it because I thought it was so funny. He goes, I would rather shit on my hand and clap than be on Nick Vial's podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> shit on his hand and clap. I, first of all, I've never heard that expression. I like it. But I love it. Yeah. And um, that's... Uh, yeah, well, his, he also, his Instagram, he like cooks with his shirt off. I'm like, hot people have it so easy. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> One of these days I'll um, get confident enough to do a TikTok dance in a swimsuit. <laughs> Can you imagine the confidence it takes? <laughs> the confidence it takes to do a TikTok dance in a bathing suit. Cool. <laughs> um, okay. And so my number five is, uh, this one is like kind of generic, but I still, uh, this was my first, yeah, this was my first like watching um, a breakup. I know like Jason and... Jason Mesnick, we already talked about the whole Molly and Melissa thing, but this is the first time that they filmed a breakup. And Ooh. so it's the Ari and Becca and Lauren thing. Yeah. And so I remember watching this and being so taken aback by the fact that this is happening like on camera. And she is, Becca is so devastated and Ari is like, yeah, so um, I just think like, Imagine hearing that while somebody is videotaping, like while somebody is recording mm. you and like following you around in this house and she had no idea that this was happening. Yeah. Like he, I don't think they- She even, was excited. She thought that he was just coming to see her. Right. They had never even talked about this. Like, um, like I know Peter had been talking about it with Hannah Ann and they had been working through whatever, but they hadn't even talked about this and she was completely um, blindsided. blindsided. Yeah. If I was her, she handled it very well. I would have yeah. been in jail. I mean, immediately she should have known like, oh yeah, she's going to be the bachelorette. I mean, I would have been like, does this mean I'm the bachelorette? Can we get my contract? <laughs> Like, yeah, I would have pretended I was fine, which I do all the time. I'm like, so am I getting my contract? And then like burst into tears the second that the door closed. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, okay, my number four. four is Crystal season. This is amazing, and I hope we get to see it when they're <laughs> doing these seasons. So her name was Kelsey, and she seemed really sweet and nice, but then quickly became the villain. And so like she's talking to him. It's, like, I, not during a cocktail party, but, like, when they're getting to know each other, whatever. Like, all the girls are there, but she pulls them aside. And she tells her story, and I literally wrote it down. She said, I was married to... His name was Sanderson Poe, which, what an insane name. I met him... <laughs> Sanderson. When I, 
Anderson Poe. I'm like, was he an author? I met him when I was 19. We fell in love immediately. We dated for three months and knew we wanted to spend the rest of our lives together. He was amazing. Unfortunately, he died. What? And then she turns to, um, or then they cut to her interview and she's like, I just, uh, isn't my story amazing? It's tragic, <laughs> but isn't it just amazing? I love my story. And then it like goes back to her and Chris making out and then her interview again. And then she's like, this is my love story too. This is the unfolding of somebody who's been through something so tragic and you get to watch her pick up the pieces and grow into another person and into another relationship. And I'm so glad the first kiss is something that can be written in the storybooks. And hell yes, I'm getting a rose tonight. Stay tuned. Monday nights at eight. My love story is unveiled. <laughs> is this, what she says in her interview. This whole thing makes me uncomfy. Oh, it's so insane. And then she like starts acting nervous because he starts acting weird. So before the rose ceremony, she says she's nervous and she's going to the bathroom and then you hear her wailing and she <laughs> is laying in the hall outside the bathroom like, uh, 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 literally doing that. And she's like, I think I'm having a panic attack. Oh God. And so the producers are like surrounding her and you see Jade like in the background trying not to laugh. <laughs> it's all so wild. So we, Kelsey from Crystal Season is the icon that I hope we see. The icon that I hope <laughs> we see. My number four is Colton Spence Jump. I Ooh, thought I just I loved the I loved the hype that they made out of this. So this is also the first time that they really kept showing something from the beginning like made us wait for this to the point where we were all like hope we were only watching the episodes just because we needed to yeah. know like what this whole thing ended up being i remember and the tweets being like if he doesn't jump the fence this episode i'm done like also hilarious because um we find out that it's not even a fence it's a gate Oh, I know. There are you doors you could open, but up. he was like, nah, parkour, and it goes <laughs> straight over. And, uh. and you could tell that it, Chris Harrison did like, a, it was like a voiceover recording during all of that. Like, oh, yeah. It was very much, I mean, yes, it was real when he left, but they were like, we need to add drama. Chris, we need your voice. You need to be like calling after him. Like very much um, Truman Show vibes. Oh, for sure. Truman Show vibes. That was vibes. so good. <laughs> Which yeah, I like love he's the breaking Show. the barrier. <laughs> yeah, like he's breaking the barrier. Like, no, Colton, come back. Like, you can't see this. Like, that's what was happening. <laughs> he's figuring out that the world is larger, larger than this resort compound. Who knew? Um, okay, my number three, three was Ari season when Crystal had a tantrum on the bus on the way home from a group date because the other team was allowed to go. Like the winning team was going yeah. to like a dinner or something with them. And he was like, okay, everybody can come. And then Crystal, I guess, like flipped out on the bus and they show her through the window talking to producers saying, um, the other team didn't win. He took back his word. He didn't consult me. He didn't take he us didn't into <laughs> He didn't take us into consideration. He told us what to do. I'm looking for a partnership. I'm looking for someone I can trust. And then she like goes to join the other girls who are all like full makeup, glam in their dresses, and she's wearing a bathrobe. And they're like, 
Petty. Crystal, are Petty. you like not coming or? And she's like, no, I'm not coming. And then someone's like, so what are we supposed to tell him when he asks why you're not there? She's like, uh, I think you can tell him that um, I think calling him, wait, what am I saying? Oh, uh, I wrote the quote down so I would not lose it. And she said, you can tell him that um, I think he was very disrespectful to Team Blue. <laughs> That's why she wasn't going. That's it. And Lauren B, then they cut to her interview, and she's like, I think calling him a liar because he changed his mind is very offensive. And then... The one thing Lauren, Lauren <laughs> says that entire, in the entire season. Yeah, and then she won, but and then again, she won. Crystal is another one that's too big for a competition like this. Way too big, yeah. But she, she's not meant for this life. No, no. She's meant, she could be Bachelorette, but she... Oh, God, that would be a whole... Can you imagine? No. Well, I mean, I think she's also still married. Yeah, right? But... She's still with... What's his name? But I they... But I think they said they broke up. Oh, that's too bad. I don't know. Anyways. Um, okay, bring my number... paradise. <laughs> bring it right back at it. So my number three is um, Rachel Lindsay. Um, at the very end of her season, when it's the top three... Um, her picking her basically getting Peter sent home Ooh. because, okay. So the top three are Brian, Eric and Peter. And so she sends Eric home. And so she has Brian and Peter left. And then, you know, she wants to pick Peter. We also all like want the her. hottest top three, right? We want her to pick Peter. She wants to pick Peter, but she ends up, I mean, sort of giving him an ultimatum because Peter yeah. was like, I want to be with you. I really like, I really care about you, but I also don't think like I'm ready to get married right now. He was like, but I want to be with you. But she was like, well, we're either getting engaged or yes. you're going to fuck home. She's and, like, I've been tricked before. I'm not going through this. And the the fact that this was in the top, like the last two. And so Peter was like, and, but he, Peter also didn't know that Eric had been sent home. Yeah. And so Peter was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to see myself out. And then Rachel, all she had was Brian. I mean, they end like they're married now and they're together, whatever, but damn. What yeah. a, I'm I remember watching that and thinking it must have been hard for Brian and Rachel to be watching that back <laughs> and Brian to be like, yeah. mm, did you really want to pick me or or did or was I literally your only option? And, I mean, um, they say everything happens for a reason, so you know they do. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's my number three. Um, okay, my number two is Luke P at the hometown dates when he one hundred percent I think hired actors to portray his friends and family. <laughs> yes. Um, I was obsessed with that. I was like, I want to watch a whole movie about Luke P's home life. The whole, like, um, the whole, uh, like, prayer circle, this and that, wild. Oh, it was amazing. That um, was very weird. I loved that. Um, and my number two was uh, also going along with Luke P, but when Luke P showed back up and Hannah moved the podium... So oh, Luke iconic. was like, I'm going to stand right there. And Hannah was like, 
oh, okay, well, that's cool. I'm going to pick this up in her very strange, like, Lululemon <laughs> um, gown and uh, move the podium. That was, my, that was my number two. Yeah, that was iconic. Okay, my last one. Again, these are in no particular order because this one would have probably been closer to the bottom of the list. But in Paradise, when Jordan and Christian got in that fist fight and Jordan, like, picked him up and threw him. And then Nicole was, like, gleefully watching. I was like, no, don't fight over me. Boys, don't fight over me. And I was like, okay, queen, take your moment. I live for it. Also, like, who knew Jordan had that in him? I know. And Christian was hot, too. So I was sad to see him go but also he was so clearly like the type of guy that was a douchebag oh yeah but either way i was like wow jordan i'm impressed get yours go for get it yours. go for it um okay my number one isn't necessarily like on the show but i think this is my number one in general uh it's when it, it was not on the show, but uh, right before the season started, I believe, or maybe it was like in the middle of it, it comes out that Becca M was, um, somebody reported her as a missing person. <gasps> oh my when, God, yes. As a missing person when she, uh, when she went to record for The Bachelor for Ari's season, they were literally looking for her because I guess she like didn't tell anyone. That she was yes, doing they thought she was at a pot farm working. Remember, <laughs> and she was, she was a missing person. That was so good. I mean, you can't make that shit up. And now Becca M is the most <laughs> woke person in Bachelor Nation. Oh my god, that was so good. Well, she was working at a pot farm. Like she, <laughs> unreal. That's so good. Yeah, that that was my number one just because it's so outrageous. Like, how would she, how would you be like leave for however many, what, like two months or something? Yeah. Tell anyone and not have your phone and not have any means of communication. And then just go home and be like, oh, also, I'm going to be on the season of The Bachelor. <laughs> just so you know. That's batshit crazy. But um, okay, so that was our that were was our top ten best moments. I guess our like top twenty. Yeah, which I we love had that no we overlap. I know, which I love that we had no overlap. We did not plan that at all. I but love. make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. Uh, this was super fun, and we'll be back next week. We have an interview next week. Um, we'll let you know who that is soon. We're just like confirming everything, but. This was so fun. Again, Chris, Bye. love you. Love Bye. You. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Betches.